into bees threat binding a C for pre-microRNAs. An article by Matthias Boot, Marcus Wilhelmsen, Morton Grootley and others from University of Gothenburg and Chalms University of Technology, Gothenburg, Sweden and other institutes. Nature, 2021. The aberrant expression of microRNAs has been linked to several human diseases. A promising approach for targeting these anomalies is the use of small molecular inhibitors of microRNAs biogenesis. These inhibitors have the potential to 1. dissect microRNA mechanisms of action, 2. discover new drug targets, and 3. function as a new therapeutic agent. Here we design Firster resonance energy transfer threat labeled oligonucleotides of the precursor of the oncogenic microRNA21, pre-microRNA21, and use them together with a set of aminoglycosides to develop an interbase threat to C to detect ligand binding to pre-microRNAs. Our interbase threat to C accurately reports structure changes of the RNA oligonucleotide induced by ligand binding. We demonstrate its application on rapid qualitative drug candidate screen by assessing the relative binding affinity between 12 aminoglycoside antibiotics and pre-microRNA21. Surface plasma resonance, SPR, and isothermal titration calorimetry, ITC, were used to validate our new FRET method, and the accuracy of our FRET assay was shown to be similar to the established techniques. With its advantages of SPR and ITC owing to its high sensitivity, small sample size, straightforward technique and the possibility for high throughput expansion, we envision that our solution-based method can be applied in pre-microRNA target binding studies. MicroRNAs are short, typically 22 nucleotide, single-stranded RNAs that have important cellular functions and are dysregulated in a variety of human diseases, including cancers, viral infections, cardiovascular diseases, and inflammatory diseases. Currently, 1,917 human microRNA precursor genes, which are processed into 2,675 mature microRNAs, have been annotated in the microRNA-based database and are thought to regulate one-third of the human proteome. Genes including microRNAs are transcribed as long RNA precursors, which processed by the Trocha nuclear microprocessor complex to yield approximately 17 nucleotide herpin precursor microRNAs, pre-microRNAs. Pre-microRNAs are then transported to the cytoplasm for further processing by RNAs 3 dicer to form a double-stranded RNA molecule. One of its strands, the mature microRNA is loaded into the RNA-induced sciencing complex, which binds the complementary mRNA target to Watson Creek base pairing and mediates gene silencing. Studies have demonstrated that numerous microRNAs act as a tumor suppressor of oncogenes. Only a few oncomicronies have been well characterized so far, 
One of these being microRNA21. The identification of small molecules that bind to oncomicrone precursors could be a viable approach to inhibit the biogenesis of microRNAs that are involved in cancer development and could lead to mechanistically novel cancer therapies. Furthermore, microRNAs have now been thoroughly validated as a therapeutic target. The most commonly employed method to target disease-associated microRNAs is based on the use of antisense technologies. However, this approach primarily relies on modified oligonucleotide structures. These structures suffer from poor cell permeability and cellular distribution due to their intrinsic anionic character. In contrast, small molecules offer the advantage of having good absorption, distribution and oral bioavailability. Furthermore, rather than using sequence complementarity for binding, small molecules have the potential to recognize and bind to pre-microRNAs through RNA secondary and tertiary structure motifs such as bulges, internal loops, hairpin loops, junctions, pseudonauts, or higher order structure elements. Several cellular and non-cellular reporters-based assays have previously been applied to identify small molecule inhibitors of pre-microRNA-mediated gene silencing. Unfortunately, these assays all have their limitations. In general, small molecule microarrays, molecular beacons, fluorescence polarization, and catalytic enzyme-linked click chemistry assays, all utilize reporter probes that are either large or amphiphilic and potentially interfere with the assay and or are distant from the binding side of interest. Small molecule binding assays, such as fluorescence indicated displacement, require either selectively binding fluorophores or the displacement of more promiscuous probes, such as ethidium bromide, which can cause false negatives if the mode of binding differs. The hits from such assays have typically been verified by examining the maturation level of the pre-microRNA after adding the dice enzyme, and in several cases they have been further characterized using additional biophysical techniques such as isothermal titration calorimetry ITC, differential scanning calorimetry DSC, and surface plasma resonance SPR. Biophysical techniques such as ITC and SPR are well suited for resolving direct pre-microRNA engagements and were employed as benchmark methods in the current study. A significant advantage of ITC is that it can be readily applied to almost any RNA ligand complex without the need to label both molecules. Additionally, it can be performed under a broad range of pH values temperatures and ionic concentrations. The major drawbacks of ITC, namely the limited throughput and a significant sample size, and partly mitigated by SPR. However, SPR also has advantages as cannot easily discriminate between specific and non-specific interactions with the sensor surface. First, uh, resonance energy transfer threat is a non-radiative process in which energy is transferred between donor and acceptor chromophores. 
the efficiency of this process highly dependent on both distance and orientation between the chromophores. Consequently, information about the relative position of different donor acceptor labeled biomolecules and thereby the structure of the biomolecule can be obtained. FRET has been used in molecular backing MBSA format to measure the inhibition of diacin-mediated pre-microRNA hyper cleavage. The compounds tested in previous studies have typically been ranked relative to each other using the fluorescence increase resulting from the dice RNA's activity. A potential drawback of MB pre-microRNA assays is that the large amphiphilic FRET probes are touched to the ends of the oligonucleotide. This can significantly impact the results because dice recognizes both the 3' and 5' end of the pre-microRNA. Unfortunately, no counter-screen has been performed to determine the detailed binding parameters, thus the developed MBSA could not be benchmarked against established techniques. While a FRET MBSA can identify hits from dice inhibition, it cannot resolve subtle changes in ligand binding, such as local conformational changes in the RNA structure. In an attempt to combine a high information screening technique with a potential high throughput screening method, we aim to mitigate the shortcomings of MBSAs in direct pre-mRNA engagement assays such as SPR. Threat between conformational restricted, non-perturbing, fluorescence nucleobase analog FBAs called interbase threads can be utilized to measure distance and orientation between the involved donor and acceptor molecules. This offers the possibility not only to measure dice inhibition more accurately from a ligand binding event to the non-performing nature, but could also, if positioned wisely, be used to identify sign-selective ligand binders. We have previously demonstrated that the emissive cytosine analog 3 beta d ribofuranosyl 3H-benzo-B-pyrimidu-45E-1,4-oxidine-210H1-TCO can be used together with the non-immersive 3-beta-D-ribofuranosyl-7-nitro-3H-pyrimidu-5-4-B-1,4-benzothyrazine-210H-ONE TC nitro to create an interbase FRET pair. This combination of cytosine analogs have been used to monitor the transition from A to Z form RNA with no significant perturbation of the natural RNA structure. Previous work has demonstrated that aminoglycosides have a general affinity towards RNA, including pre-microRNA21. However, the specificity of these binding events has yet to be fully elucidated. Aminoglycosides have also been used to construct bifunctional aminoglycoside conjugates. They consist of a pre-microRNA binding unit that is connected by a linker to dice inhibiting unit that binds pre-microRNA21 and regulates microRNA21 maturation. From the typical molecular structures of aminoglycosides, they are expected to be non-fluorescent and not to absorb light in the spectral region relevant for TCO-TC nitro threat.
and aminoglycosides will not interfere with the energy transfer process of our FRET pair, and we together decided to employ them as test compounds in this work to validate our pre-micronate 21 FRET-based ligand binding assay, which utilizes a TCO TC nitro RNA FRET pair. Small molecules contained in screening libraries can themselves be fluorescent or act as a quencher, leading to potential false results through interference with the TCO-TC nitro RNA FRET pair. However, this potential problem can be reduced by eliminating library compounds with larger conjugated aromatic systems. Furthermore, counterassays can be utilized to identify compounds that can potentially interfere with the detection method. Results and discussion Threat labeled oligoribonucleotide design. Mature microRNAs do not contain secondary structure elements, they allow specific and high affinity binding by small molecules. Consequently, microRNAs regulating strategies utilizing small molecules are often based on pre or pre microRNA biogenesis. The pre microRNAs approximately 70 nucleotide long hairpins contain discrete secondary and tertiary structures that are susceptible to specific binding by drug like molecules. An examination of pre predicted secondary structure of the full length pre microRNA 21 hairpin and the available solution and MR structure of the pre microRNA 21 hairpin segment revealed the majority of the secondary structures to which a ligand could potentially bind were located in proximity to the hairpin loop in the functional dice processing site. From a chemical synthesis point of view, long modified RNA sequences are challenging to prepare, which led us to truncate the full length pre microRNA sequence to a 39 nucleotide hairpin. We next added two extra GC pairs to mitigate end fraying effects, yielding the 43 nucleotide trunked pre microRNA 21 oligoribonucleotide. This construct was used as starting point for the development of red labeled oligoribonucleotides and corresponding donor only oligoribonucleotides for our interbase FRET assay. Because of these oligoribonucleotide design, our assay has the potential to probe structure changes within pre-microRNAs using a highly sensitive fluorescence-based readout. We envisioned that by replacing a pair of C residues in oligoribonucleotide 2 with TCO-TC nitro RNA FRET pair, we would be able to monitor changes in the FRET efficiency that arise from ligand binding. Furthermore, using sequences 5 and 7 in parallel also enables us to identify where the ligand binding takes place. Based on previous work regarding the TCO-TC nitro inside the RNA duplexes, we anticipated that inserting this FRET pair would have a minimal effect on the pre-microRNA21 structure. The corresponding 5' biotinylated sequences enabling attachment of the oligoribonucleotide to the streptavidine-coated surface were prepared for immobilization onto a streptavidine-coated SPR chip. 
Sequence 3 contains no donor or acceptor, while Sequence 4 contains the TCO TC Nitro threat pair to verify if the incorporation of our labels has an impact on ligand binding readout when using the SPR technique. ITC and SPI interaction reference measurements. ITC was used to explore experimental conditions for the aminoglycoside neomycin binding to a modified truncated pre microRNA 21, including optimization of the buffer conditions. Ultimately, we employed a sodium crocodilate buffer that was previously used in studies of aminoglycosides binding to the HIV1 RNA demyization initiation site. This buffer resulted in excellent reproducibility of the ITC binding isotherms and a dissociation constant of 5.2 plus minus 0.8 micromolar for the interaction between the pre-microRNA21-2 and eumycin. To investigate whether the TCO-TC nitro-RNA threat pair had an impact on the binding affinity between aminoglycosides and our threat-labeled oligoribonucleotides, a comparative SPR measurement was performed using a biotinylated thread pair containing pre-microRNA21 and its thread pair free counterpart. The key D values of neomycin for sequence 3 and 4 were determined to be 3.9 plus minus 2.8 micromolar and 2.7 plus minus 1.7 micromolar respectively. These results agree well with the ITC data. The difference in affinity of neomycin for 3 and 4 was minor and within the experiment error of the SPR measurements. This strongly suggests that the threat pair does not perturb the overall secondary structure of the pre microRNA 21 construct nor the ligand pre microRNA interaction. Dissociation constants of the pre microRNA 21 aminoglycoside interaction determined using SPR. To benchmark our interbase threat binding assay, we investigated the binding affinities of a series of 12 aminoglycosides to pre microRNA 21, 3, and 4 using SPR. The obtained dissociation constant range from approximately 3 micromolar to 300 micromolar for both pre microRNA 21, 3, and 4 and these values were used to determine the SPR binding rank. Because of the similar binding affinities for the pre microRNA 21, 3 and 4, we concluded that the introduction of our threat pair did not significantly alter the mode of strength of binding or overall interaction between pre microRNA and this type of ligand. Our results agree with the previous study by Yen and others in which if Rustin's polymerization assay was used to identify neomycin, nethylmycin, cytomycin, and tobramycin as particular potent binders of pre-microRNA21. Notably, the aminoglycosides exhibited a binding stoichiometry that varied between 4 and 5 depending on the aminoglycoside used, indicating that they bind non-specifically across pre-microRNA21 Nearly identical binding stoichiometries were obtained for both 3 and 4. Interbase threat binding assay design. Our threat base assay for studying small molecule binding to pre microRNAs is based on evaluating 
the integrated emission of the threat pair labelled pre-macronase sequence before and after addition of the ligand in the relation to the same being performed for the threat donor containing TCO incorporated donor only pre-macronase sequence. The ligand is added to the threat labelled microRNA and the change in emission for the DA strand relative to the corresponding D strand is measured. The threat efficiency is calculated as a fraction of the integrated emission from DA donor acceptor and D donor sequences. The difference in threat before and after ligand addition is then normalized between the two different ligand binding experiments to obtain delta fret norm. The average delta fret norm for the two different sets of fret labeled oligoribonucleotides is used to rank the ligands ranging from potent to less potent binders for the screened set of small molecules. Aminoglycoside affinity rank for pre-microRNA21 determined by interbase fret assay. To obtain a significant change in fret, the aminoglycosides were added to sequences 5 to 8 at a concentration corresponding to a 90% degree of pre-microRNA21 complexation. Higher degree complexation would require not feasible concentrations of volumes of the aminoglycoside stock solutions. The hairpin loop labeled oligonucleotide showed a range of 2 to 5% with a 3% average increase in threat efficiency, whereas a stem labeled oligonucleotide showed an average increase of 5%. For the donor-only controlled sequences, small changes in threat efficiency were observed, indicating the local microenvironment of the donor changes upon the addition of aminoglycosides. Taken together, the results indicated the aminoglycosides bind to the hairpin loop and to the stem parts of the threat-labeled pre-microRNA constructs and cause only small changes in the relative orientation distance of the donor and acceptor. Furthermore, these results indicated none of the aminoglycosides bind selectively to the hairpin loop or the stem parts of the labelled pre-microRNA construct, but rather across a whole pre-microRNA. This is in agreement with the aminoglycoside oligoribonucleotide binding ratio of 4-5 to 1, measured by SPR. It is also in line with work from the groups from RNs and mice showing that aminoglycoside antibiotics such as canamycin and streptomycin generally inhibit dice-mediated microRNA processing by non-specific binding to the dice substrate, the pre-microRNA. The second set of binding ligands experiments was designed to investigate whether our threat-based assay could distinguish relative binding affinities of the aminoglycosides. Furthermore, we wanted to investigate if delta threat for the aminoglycosides would correlate with the SPR affinity values. Aminoglycosides were added to one micromolar threat labelled pre-macronase and their corresponding nona-only references at a total aminoglycoside concentration of 15 micromolar chosen from SPR-KD as a middle point between potent and non-potent binders. The data clearly show that high affinity aminoglycosides such as neomycin caused 
a relatively large change in emission. By contrast, aminoglycosides with low affinity, such as tryptomycin, caused minimal changes in emission. Overall, this experiment enables us to distinguish the most potent binders with delta threat of 0.02 to 0.04 from the less potent binders with delta threat of 0.000, 0 0.02. By comparing the average delta threat norm values based on both types of threat experiments and sorting them from high to low, the aminoglycosides were ranked based on threat. Overall, the threat rank matched well with the SPR rank within a given class of ligand affinity, and the experiment errors of the two techniques were low. As in SPR, neomycin, cytomycin, and tobromycin were found to have the highest affinity for pre E21, using the threat assay. Amikacin, gentamicin, epimycin, natalimicin, and kenamycin A all belong to the medium affinity group of pre E21 ligands. A good correlation was observed when plotting the locked KD from SPR of 4 against the average delta threat norm. Finally, ribostamicin, geneticin, streptomycin, and Hygromycin were found to be low affinity binders in SPR in our threat assay. Thus, our interbase threat binding assay discriminates between high, medium, and low affinity binders equally well as the established SPR technique. Conclusion in summary, we present a novel pre air binding assay based on interbase threats between a fluorescent TCO donor and a non-fluorescent TCA nitro acceptor that incorporates into a pre hairpin. Measuring the threat efficiency changes enable determination of the binding affinities between an oncomicrona precursor and aminoglycoside antibiotics, a small molecule ligands. Initially, we used SPR to prove that the introduction of our FRET pair does not perturb the binding affinity. Importantly, changes in the FRET efficiency in our new established FRET-based assay correlated well with the KD ranking of the aminoglycoside binding to pre E21, as determined by the established SPR technique. We envisage that our SA will be useful for investigating ligand binding, including drug molecules and peptides, to various pre-microRNAs for the modulation of microRNA biogenesis and disease pathway modulation. Considering the low ligand and pre-microRNA amounts required and the sensitivity of our method, these assays should be compatible with high throughput screening. We are currently investigating site-selective pre-microRNA bindings using our novel interbase threat assay. Additionally, to increase its versatility, we have already expanded the RNA interbase threat methodology to include modifications of adenine positions. Thank you for listening to Pub Reading. Follow me on Twitter, Pub Reading, to share your thoughts.